to be human or not to be human? That is the question on the season finale of Resurrection, and we'll talk about it next on this 48th episode of Resurrection Revealed. Thanks for tuning in to the Resurrection Revealed fan podcast, the unofficial podcast and blog by fans and for fans of ABC Television's Resurrection. It is the season two finale, initial thoughts and questions needing answered episode. I am Troy Heinrichs with you this evening, and we're made possible by lynda.com. Learn a new skill in 2015, enhance your life. As we talk about all the great things that happen, you can visit lynda.com slash resurrection for all the details. And it was about a season finale that I expected out of this show. It's been a slow burn all along, and we really have a tale of two seasons where in season one, we probably had more of the science fiction aspect, and then in season two, we had a very deep religious undertone, clearly evident in the season finale this evening. And it's really a great question because a lot of shows over the years, we always compare it to Lost, obviously, have this question of science versus faith. And if you have the science in season one and you have the faith in season two, the real question is, is what is in store for season three? Should resurrection actually get picked up later on in We would say around May, we should know whether or not the show is coming back for a third season. I certainly hope so, because with all of the return that are back, Marty has a new position as looks like the head of the agency for the return, at least for the United States of America. And a lot of questions posed this evening about, you know, this one conversation he has with the preacher at the end of the episode. So we'll kind of work backwards as they're talking about all of the riots and all of the fires and how important is that when you think about our society today, when you think about all of the issues we've had with Ferguson and the police brutality cases, and then you think about uh, the Ukraine and everything that was happening there with Russia. And you think about the stuff that's going on in Yemen and ISIS and, you know, the world is not a perfect place but all we can do is live in the world that we have and make the best of it rather than living in fear of what is going on. I think that was the real big message this evening is that nobody really knew what was going to happen with Rachel's baby. And it wasn't clear if it was Nathaniel or Daniel was the name that the preacher said that Tom supposedly told him the baby was going to be. We'll have to go back and uh, rewatch that for our full fan theory feedback show later on this week and clear that up for sure. But really, really interesting undertones. The writers are really trying to put forth tying in current state of the world into this mass returned concept. I mean, it, take a, apart the show of what people are looking for, right? I'm sure there's going to be lots of people that are like, well, why are the return coming back? How are the return coming back? There's going to be all the people that complain about, we didn't get any answers, there there aren't any questions. And what I can tell you right now from having read Jason Mott's novel, The Returned, there aren't any answers in that book. It's It's really designed to be a piece of reflection and a place where 
you need to take a step back and think about what it really means to be human and what is our role and what is our purpose with the time that we are given, regardless of what you may believe, whether you're Christian and believe in an afterlife, whether you're an atheist and don't believe in an afterlife, you have a life right now and what are you going to do with it and how are you going to make the most of it? Are you going to spend it worrying or are you going to spend it doing something for someone else? Are you going to reach out a helping hand? Are you going to care for somebody even though you may not feel like you can do anything for them, but just the thought of sitting with them and being with them is something that can really take shape. And I think that's what the writers were trying to get across, especially with season two as we progressed, that even after all this time and space has gone by, you still have a brother and a sister who are able to be there for each other in the end. Granted, Jenny is the older sister after all. Some things that I kind of picked up in the episode just to get you thinking about some questions or some uh, conversations that we might be able to have later on in this week was that uh, initial scene with Lucille. Uh, It was a very interesting pattern that they had on the dish as the water was dropping into it. And again, this concept of water and the decisions that we make in our lives having ripple effects. I think when we talk about is the water having to do something with the reason why they returned, I don't know if that was necessarily what the writers were trying to get across. They really wanted to make sure they understood that every choice we make has a cause and effect relationship as water does when it hits and ripples outward. And because of that, the, 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 the changing that she does when she tries to turn the faucet on and off, I thought that was really interesting because as she turns that faucet on and off, nothing happens. The, there's no water doesn't turn on faster. The dripping doesn't stop. So it's like no matter what you do, no matter what that twist is, the ripples are still going to happen. So whether you make choice A or whether you make choice B, there's still a cause and effect of that choice. I thought that was really, really something to take into heart as you watch that opening sequence with Lucille. And, of course, the question of what happened to the plumbing and why was there no water? Uh, did something happen as Margaret was kind of sneaking through the basement, which I, I really loved the uh, a, a secret passage through the cellar back into the house. Very, very, very neat way to uh, have your basement and cellar set up. I thought that was great. And I really loved in the episode this evening, too, the concept of uh, Grandma Margaret coming back in, sitting down with Rachel in the house, talking to her about, you know, you should just let go. You should go be with Tom. Even the preacher comes in and says, you should be with Tom. Why would you want to raise your baby in such a a cruel world? And when you think back to Rachel's circumstances, that Rachel killed herself. She committed suicide by driving off of that bridge. And what a wrestling concept in Rachel's mind, because would she be committing suicide again if she just let go? And would Rachel be able to do that because of the pain that she caused to Tom the first time when she killed herself? So again, it's a question of, are your decisions making you selfish? Or are your decisions really there to help people that are around you? And and how do you live your life? Do you live yourself self-centered? Or do you live your life in a different way to actually make a change or make a splash, if you will, for lack of a better term? Uh, 
I love the fact that there were people on Twitter this evening. We asked for some predictions before the finale. One of the predictions that came back from Twitter was that uh, they predicted that finally that Maggie and Agent Bellamy would uh, get together. Uh, There'd be some kissy-kissy going on, and we actually did get that this evening. So great to see that that relationship is blooming and a year later uh, still seems to be going strong. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Give us a call. Our Resurrection Res Head voicemail listener line is plus one nine zero four four six nine seven four six nine. You could also visit the website at resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. What are your thoughts? Are you glad they're together? Uh, Do you think it was too easy, too simple that their relationship was written together? I'd love to hear your thoughts and theories on how you feel about the two of them getting together. I also like to get your thoughts and theories about all this mass return happening across the world. You know, is Barbara really gone for good? Are you happy that they kind of kept the rules as the writer? If you will yourself away, there is no chance for you to return. Or are you upset that Barbara didn't get to come back so that uh, Fred would have some kind of happy ending, at least at the end of the season, in some way, shape, or form? I know a lot of people are going to be upset that Pastor Tom didn't come back. Uh, based on how they feel about Tom's character. But again, if Tom wasn't ready to come back, is that something that we have to take into account as well? What are your thoughts on Tom and Barbara and uh, kind of their situation as this finale progressed? Some of the funny things for the evening, I love when they're getting ready to storm the castle and how they're all kind of talking to each other, saying, well, you know, hey, Fred, I don't think I can shoot anybody. Henry says that to his brother, and Fred says, well, I mean, you know, just t- keep telling yourself that they'll come back. And then you have the preacher on the outside saying, just go on and go in. You know, they can't kill you. I thought that was really interesting as they're kind of joking on the fact that they are all returned at the end of the day. But the one thing that was uh, really interesting was at the end of the episode, we talked about how the returned were all wearing red when they came back at the uh, in season one. And Jenny shows this picture to uh, Bellamy and I wonder if that picture had any significance, either the pattern in it or the style of that picture, if that's going to mean something if we get to season three. And then, of course, we have the cicadas swarming the window at the end of the episode, right in the baby's uh, window. Almost kind of reminds me of uh, Labyrinth a little bit when uh, they, they came in and stole the baby in Labyrinth. So what are your thoughts? Give us a call. Plus one nine zero four four six nine. 7469 slash feedback. We'd love your thoughts, your theories about what happened in this season finale and what you might want to expect to see in season three if one were to be picked up. We also want to remind you that the podcast award nominations are still open. As you're listening to this episode, you still have this week to get in those nominations. So visit resurrectionrevealed.com slash podcast awards, and that'll give you all the information you need. You want to make sure to nominate Resurrection Revealed, as well as all of our shows on Noodle Mix Network. And again, thank you for supporting us by going to lynda.com slash resurrection. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash resurrection for your 10-day free trial. Learn a new skill and be happy and do something and have a purpose in 2015. We'll be back later this week. Make sure to get in those thoughts and theories by Tuesday at 
7 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback, plus one, 904-469-7469. Thanks so much for listening to these initial thoughts and questions needing answered episodes this season. And we'll be back talking with you later this week as we go in-depth with the season two finale of Resurrection. Until then, I'm Troy Heinrichs. Thank you so much for spending your evening with us. Resurrection Revealed is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Get more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx, especially the Once Podcast. If you're already watching Resurrection, you should be watching Once Upon a Time right before it at 8 Eastern and Pacific, 7 Central, and then listen to Once, the unofficial podcast and blog and forum with theories and talk about ABC's Once Upon a Time. All this and a bunch more of great content is waiting for you all over at noodle.mx.